When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. of the Michael Deacon program. I am a figment of your imagination. I look forward to once again serve you those sounds of salvation. First time listeners, you have stumbled upon gold. This is a very different kind of show. Not for the weak of heart. Tonight, I will be joined by Mr. Mike Hideous. He is here live and direct. It's just me and Mike tonight. You too can get involved. That number is 760-332-8947. Please turn off or pause your preferred media player before calling in. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for allowing us into your hearts and into your minds. Here we are again on a night like this. It's been a while since we've been able to do one of these, and I love it. It's always a great honor and pleasure to be here. Greetings to the chat room. Oh yes, greetings to all of you out there. And of course, I saw someone from Palm Springs. Welcome aboard. I'm glad you're here. And of course, those great people who listen in on the podcast rendition of the program. Great audio quality there too. Much better than what you hear over YouTube. Oh, it's true. Also, keep in mind if you want bonus content, please direct yourself to patreon.com forward slash Michael Deacon, and that is where you'll find bonus content. Now, without further ado, let's bring in Mr. Mike Hideous. What's up, Mike? How are you? Hello, Mr. Deacon. How are you on this lovely hot night? Well, I am glad we are both here alone. I was just mentioning to the listeners out there that we don't get a chance to do this too often. No, and, uh, you know, I love doing it. I, I, I love doing the show with you. Um, you know, when we're, when we're solo. And, uh, I think, uh, I've, I've had a lot of people that have actually, uh, who have, I've turned the show on to have nice. listened and they actually, they actually enjoy when we do it, uh, solo as well. So this is a good treat. Yeah, it's a lot more fun in my personal opinion when it is just you and I here alone. Yeah, we get to cover more subjects, I guess, in, in depth together. 
Love that. And of course, I recently recorded an episode with Reverend David William Perry, and that was um quite well. Well, it went quite well, Mike, and that was over on Patreon. Right. I was going to ask you about that. I was mm-hmm. going to ask you how that went, but I didn't. Very good. Very good. Yeah. He's he's a pretty interesting fellow. I'm going to have to bring him in here on the main show. What was his? Um, I'm sorry, I didn't I didn't listen to the show. I I, I don't think I can get that Patreon thing. I I don't know how that works. Regardless, you know, how, how did like what was his uh like what was his uh like stands on on certain issues? Would you talk religion with him or what? I talked everything with the guy. Yeah, we went in deep. Uh, not that deep, Mike. By the way, <laughs> just for the record, not that way. <laughs> but he 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 had a lot of interesting things to say. Yes, certainly. He, he's he's actually given a TED talk as well. Okay. I think you'd like him. So we'll have to bring him in here on the main show. And of course, Mike, how have you been this week? Everything okay with you over there? Uh, yeah, as, as good as it'll get with considering the circumstances of our nation. Um, I, uh, you know, I got more bad news from the guy that I shoot for about any possibilities of, of getting maybe a couple of bookings throughout August and September. Uh, that fell through because the governor of Pennsylvania has since shut down businesses yet again. Right. Um, with, you know, there's certain outbursts of uh, this uh, uh, virus taking place in certain states, but not here. Um, in any event, I, I think, I think, and, and not to get off the subject, but at the same time, I just think the, 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 the country is, for the most part, there are a lot of sections of the country that are just, they're really, they're going wacko, man. It's, it's going crazy. And as a result, it's been worrying me. Uh, so for the last two weeks, I've been concerned about what's going on. There's defund cops and rioting and protesting. And as we've mentioned, uh, as you've mentioned, it's an election year. Yeah, you got to expect that around this time. And of course, I told everyone you were on a sabbatical. I said you um, had a flown to Argentina. <laughs> To break off a secret prearranged marriage. I mean, it was the best I could do off the top of my head, Mike, by the way. (laughs) Well, uh, it wasn't my marriage, just for for the record. Um, actually, uh, I did, I did shoot a video on the 19th, um, which was the first night that I, I, I hadn't, uh, the show with you, but I did, I I shot a, a music video that day. Um, and then, uh, I did another one last Sunday. Uh, for the original two that I'm still working on. So, in essence, there's going to be three music videos coming out for Empire Hideous, all from the album The Time Has Come. Nice, okay. Yeah. And how did those go? Well, um, I, I, how do I put this in a nutshell? I directed and produced the one I did on the 19th, and then for the one... That was shot last Sunday. That's being shot by a friend of mine, this guy Tiger, uh, from New York City. And he's doing like, you know, a real professional job. Whereas I was working with very amateur equipment. Um, but nevertheless, I have produced a video and, um, I think it'll hold its own considering it was on a zero budget and, uh, shot in one day. Very good. I thought you mentioned, um, Tiger Woods at first. No, no, Tiger Woods. He's in the video. No, Tiger, Tiger, uh, Cohen is a, uh, drummer from, he used to be in a band called The New Creatures from New York City. We used to play with them back in the day in the nineties. And that's how I met him. Uh, and when we started, when Empire Hideous played out again last year, 
he came to one of my shows. He, you know, he said, I'll, I'll record it for you, video record it for you. And, uh, we've been in touch ever since. He's nice. Been, yeah. He's been blowing himself out here with all this work on this, on this video that he's doing. Two of them actually. Pretty faces and the time has come. He's really, he's doing some serious stuff. Very nice. Well, I apologize for my absence the other day. It was um quite hectic out here. It was only 114 degrees, Mike. Wow. So, you know, I had to delay the show uh, just recently because trees were being cut down, palm trees were being trimmed, not to right. mention the sound of a wood chipper uh, going off randomly. Gotcha. I yeah, thought I a remember. body was uh, being thrown in. <laughs> that reminds me of... Uh... Yeah, Fargo. Fargo, what a great film. I had a flashback of the movie Fargo when I was hearing that, minus the weather and body, of course. <laughs> that is such a great film. Yeah, it's a classic. But yes, I haven't been in the best of moods, uh, but that never lasts long, Mike. I usually get you know pretty optimistic about things after being angry about things. You know how that goes. Sure, sure. I'm sure you understand. We've been uh, going through the end times here. No doubt. Like I said, the whole country is just really, it's losing its mind. Um, and it's sad. It's sad because I'm not going to change the subject here and I'm going to keep this real short, but like the left is showing absolute pure hatred, pure hatred. And it's frightening. Oh, hold on, Mike. I got to ask you, um, with all these things going on, you know, all these crazy things going on. Where do you see your life is headed as we sit here during the end times? The end times. Well, I'm trying very hard not to think of them as the end times. Um, I, I, first of all, I will, as you know, and I've told you this on and off air, I am, uh, as many people, many Americans, I am facing a very serious crisis coming this autumn with going completely bankrupt. Um, and it's because I have no work this summer. Uh, can't even play out with the band to make a little money because, you know, no club venues or concert venues or bars or anything is open. Right. So as a professional photographer, my ability to photograph and get paid for it is simply not happening. As a result, I am surviving on a week to week basis. Um, uh, trying to, I'm skimping as much as I possibly can. I'm trying not to drive anywhere, use gas, use my car, spend any money on anything other than necessities like food and well, and, a, and paint, so I can create artwork. Um, but I'm, as I've told you, I'm locked and loaded, man. And 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 where I live, I'm fortunate that. I don't think people are going to come to my area. Like I, I, I've told you, I live in rural Pennsylvania. Closest city to me is 35 minutes away, Scranton. And we've not seen, even though our state is considered democratic, we have not seen the devastation that some states have seen, like uh, Portland, Oregon, uh, Seattle, L.A., New York, uh, and I think it was, what, Houston um, or Dallas, one or the other. So we're not seeing the devastation, or, or will, I, I sincerely doubt we will see the devastation that those cities are seeing. And on top of that, in Pennsylvania, everybody's locked and loaded. So you're not going to get some dumbass walking up to you and, and giving you a hard time Very for, wearing true. A mag, for mag, wearing a MAGA hat. Uh, 
you know, that only happens in liberal, politically correct, democratic cities and states. I should say cities. Um, so again, I, I'm not, I don't think anything, I just have to get through this next year. If I can make it through this winter into next May and survive without going completely bankrupt, you know, maybe I can do something to make money. Uh, but, uh, you know, until that time pass, passes, I should say, uh, I'm going to be in the dark. I'm going to be in a hole. I see. You know, one thing listeners have suggested was for you to make custom paintings for them. Well, I don't know if I'm that good. <laughs> well, some people just want uh, a painting from you, Mike, the novelty. Well, the, I got plenty of paintings that I'm, I'm doing as of lately, and I, I haven't posted much. I got to be honest, I haven't been online much because I just can't stand the chaos. I really can't. So, uh, I have been kind of low, but, uh, and here's the other thing. My computer is taking a shit. So, um, that's another thing. Um, I have to borrow a computer next, I think next week or the week after in order to do the show. Um, and I got to send this one in to get fixed. I, I've had nothing but problems. What I was getting at is I, I have a website, horribleartwork.com. There's paintings, there's photographs on there. Um, you know, stuff for sale, uh, both originals and prints. So it's not like I haven't done anything. My biggest setback has been since, where are you, March? Since about March or April, as you may or may not recall, I was telling everybody, oh, I got all these like 30 new t-shirt designs coming out. Well, that all, that shit hit the fan because now, now something is up with the website, the company that does the printing for these shirts. So I couldn't even put the new artwork up. So it's like, you know, it's one goddamn thing after another. You know, I just can't seem to catch up. So I don't want to sing a sob story here, but that's, that's what's going on. I do have artwork for sale. I just haven't been able to put up some of the new stuff. And if uh, Lilith was in the chat room, she would say, well, what's stopping Mike from working at Pizza Hut? <laughs> she she likes to get all over you, by the way, Mike, in the chat room. She's not in the chat room right now, but if she heard you, that's what she'd say. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know what? I, you know, I got to tell you, honestly, I have thought about, you know, what would happen if I had to get to that point. Here's the problem. Could you handle it, though? Can you actually you do the job? That, well. To answer your question, no, I don't think I can, and this is why. As some of you may or may not know, I am a recovering cancer patient. I've had eight separate instances in which I have had cancer since I was 16 years old. As a result, now that I'm in my 50s, I have had uh, I've had some serious health issues as repercussions from the surgeries and primarily from the radiation therapy that I've received. So. As a result, I've been very limited. And this is not me copping out. This is not me saying, well, I'm not going to get a job at McDonald's or anything like that. Um, or Walmart. Or Walmart. And I, I, I have thought about that as well. But I don't think you'd last is, at Walmart, by the way. I, I don't think I would either. No. I, I can't stand being around large people, large portions of people. Um, yeah, it'd be like this, Mike. <laughs> Just all day. Yeah, I don't know if they'd, they'd be hitting me or I'd be hitting them. <laughs> Pretty much, Mike. I feel, you know, I feel terrible about you getting a job uh, doing something like that because I know you wouldn't last. You'd be trying to find people, and I don't. I'm, I'm blaming it on you though. To fight me. Well, that too. I'm not saying. I'm not saying you would start the fights, but you know how that goes. Somebody would try well, to fight you, Mike. 
like I said, I you know, it's funny because even at the beginning of the year, right before the whole damn virus hit, I was searching like, you know, through other photography studios and photographers and looking for secondary and third photographers to work with to get some extra money. And then wham, we get hit with this fucking virus. It just, it just screwed everything up. So that was it. I, I, you know, I mean, then after that, trying to look for a job, everybody was just saying no, 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 because they're all closed. All the venues where events take place for photo- photographers, they're closed. Um, you know, if you're doing wedding photography, churches are closed. I mean, it, it's just, it's unbelievable. Certain people can work and the rest of us can't. Restaurant owners, valet parkers, uh, bars, clubs, concert venues, um, even to some extent like parks and swimming pools. You know, all these people deli- – well, delivery service is doing pretty good actually. But all these They're people – They're doing very good. Like, yeah. But, I mean, let's face it. There are situations that have arisen as a result of this, this shutdown of the country, which are devastating the country. Here's an interesting thing. I don't know if you heard this, but Sweden, Sweden never closed down. And I think they had the least amount of deaths in the entire world. Go figure. Yeah, but this isn't about deaths. It's about the long-lasting effect this virus has on the immune system and your lungs. Something I've been talking about for months, and now the mainstream media is barely talking about that implication now. I I understand. I'm just stating what I've heard. I mean, how how Sweden had no or or very little deaths. And Sweden is fucked at at the moment, so. (laughs) They are. It goes out the window. All of that goes out the window. They're also fucked because of all the 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 uh, uh, the takeover of the Muslim people who have uh, moved into the country. Not that they're all bad, but the ones that are raping and and destroying property, raping women, destroying property, terrorist attacks, so on and so forth. Um, you know, so yeah, they are fucked. Yeah, it's funny. They, lots of people were pointing to Sweden as this sort of. Um uh, a great example, but now that's gone out the window. I think that's hilarious. But yes, Mike, I heard all about that. You know, yeah. for a long time, I heard someone, another show host, telling me that this virus would be gone by the summer. Right. And by Easter. Yeah, we all thought that. I didn't think that at all. No? Fuck no. I thought, uh, I thought it would be gone, too, because viruses don't survive in heat. Well, this one seemed to, um, didn't really stop it. I mean, yeah. it's 114 here, and... We we still have lots of cases spiking out here where I am in the Imperial Valley. Right. It's never good when the governor specifically mentions your county. Yep. So as I was telling everyone here, we haven't really seen the first wave as I was uh, telling uh, Paul a couple weeks ago. And now we're like finally catching up to the rest of um, those in, in hot spots like Florida and New York and, and Texas. that's your county. And that's your my county. county right. But here's the good, here's the good part though, Mike. Even though all this stuff has been going on in regards to hydroxychloroquine, you know, lots of backlash there. We do have a local doctor out here who's been treating lots of patients and has been very, very successful with hydroxychloroquine. Right. When when we had Doctor John Ambrose on, uh, what was it, three weeks ago? He said the very same thing. His wife is a doctor. She's been treating patients. Well, hydro, uh, <laughs> hydroxychloroquine. 
hydroxychloroquine. There you go. Yeah, hydroxychloroquine. That and acithromycin, the uh, Z-Pack, yes. has been working very well out here in my area for the elderly, which has been, you know, devastating for the seniors out here. A couple young folks, Mike, but again, right. uh, I still don't want to catch this thing because of what it does to you uh, down the down the road. Right. Well, um, I understand and I agree. I, 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 I completely uh, relate to your fear on this. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm just as scared, Michael. Uh, well, I wouldn't say I'm afraid. I, I think I'm, I I'm thriving <laughs> in, in the danger here and the chaos of it all because I've been expecting this. Well, let me say, well, the reason I'm scared is because look, look what it's doing to our country. Look, people can't work. Um, you know, and, and it's, it's just creating chaos in addition to the madness of this now fake agenda. Burn it down. BLM. Burn it all down. Burn it all down. That's it. It has nothing to do with George Floyd anymore. No, it's not at all. George burn who? Burn the fucking country down. Who's George Floyd? Exactly. I don't know who the fuck that is. They don't give a shit. These people aren't, these aren't, you know, for the majority of them, they're not pro protesters. They're people who, who come in, they're bust in from other areas or, or drive in from other areas, and they just want to destroy. That's their primary function. So, yes, Mike, a few days ago, I talked about Jeffrey Epstein, Trump, Ghislaine Maxwell, and, of course, you guessed it, my COVID. So, you know, I, I got to finish up by saying I didn't realize there was so much uh, pushback on hydroxychloroquine. It's not FDA approved. I get it. But I noticed there really seems to be lots of backlash. Even videos from various doctors have been pulled down from social media platforms out there because they were stating that it worked and it cured COVID-19. Now, I'm not stating that here. That it's a cure. It, it treats lots of people, but it's not a cure per se. No, right, right. But of course, but, if there was something, Mike, that would help you, that would perhaps better the chances of your survival, wouldn't you want to take it? Yes. Isn't that the as reason why you fact, wear a fucking seatbelt? As a matter of fact, uh, 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 from what I heard on the news uh, yesterday, uh, President Trump got, uh, did a, uh, um, uh, 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 a new, uh, god damn it, uh, uh, a news report, uh, uh, a presentation, whatever you want to call it. Word. And he was saying how they are in the last stages of having uh, some sort of a, a, an antibody that is supposed to work. Um, and it's in, it's been done in record time. So if this works out, we may we may be on a road to recovery, so to speak. I hope so. My I do too. My last guest, I, I talked to uh, John Kelly, by the way, our, our friend in Canada, Mike. Okay. And, uh, you know, he kind of was anti-hydroxychloroquine. Seems yeah. like a lot of people seem to be. Well. Uh, I'm not sure why, but, you know. I, I think, you want my personal opinion based well, yeah, on what I, I've sure, heard? Sure, Mike, go ahead. And. and Based on what I've heard and what I've um, encountered, so to speak. Drop it on us, Mike. Lots of people don't want to take it because they feel that it is something that is associated with Donald Trump and anything to do with him. They want nothing. And it's all about, as I've said, it's all about the hatred for them. They, they just hate. I have discovered, I have discovered more Democrats and, and, and people on that, on the left are more violent and vile people 
I, I, I just, I, I can't understand their agendas. I really can't. I just don't get it anymore, Michael. That, that's what's on my mind. Aside from the virus, I, I just can't believe what's happening to this country. I just can't believe it. No, oh, I can believe it. Oh, I can believe it, Mike. I really can. Again, uh, I saw this coming down the line here. There was a time when I talked about how a vaccine would sort of be your ticket to get around. And, of course, people laughed. People said, oh, that's crazy. You're full of shit. That's never going to happen. Yeah. How wrong they were. Um, it's. You'll see. It's coming. It's it's coming, I suppose. Yeah. I'm telling you, you're going to need it just like you need a passport. You know, to prove that you were vaccinated, Mike. Well, it, it, to some extent, I mean, let's face it, it it's a worldwide uh, uh, epidemic. I mean, yeah, it, it would make sense because let's say you want to take a trip to Finland or I don't know. Africa, where it's like, you know really high class out in the desert, where there's shacks. I mean, there. It's so easy to spread nowadays. It's so easy to spread a virus. Did you just say Africa? Africa. I'm not gonna fucking fly to Africa. Oh, it's a lovely continent. You should go. Now, Bill Gates is hanging out out there. Of course he is. You want to be out there, Mike? <laughs> get some fucking virus from a mosquito. You get the Zika virus out there. Yeah, I know. You get some <laughs> sort of mutated virus, uh, the mutated Zika out there. <laughs> but, but you know, like what I'm saying is, is you you have to be, you have to get quarantined at this point because it, it, if you don't, what are the chances if you know you go somewhere else and somebody's got it? And exactly. You get it. Yeah, we we're doing so good um, for a while, Mike, and then people started to get um, a little too uh, restless. And then they started to uh, dismiss uh, COVID-19 completely. And then we had the riots and then we're here. Oh, it's not the riots. It's the protests. The pro, the protests. yes, the friendly protesting. Uh, Good times, Mike. Um, oh, yeah. But yes, the Imperial County, for those that care, it sees a huge drop in new cases of COVID-19 as of yesterday, by the way, Mike. So cases are going down out here where I am, even though this is a hot spot. Well, that, I mean, that's, that's good news. Great. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, I'm very happy to read those headlines. And of course, I trusted my local, my local doctors out here, those that work in the hospital, because I know that man in particularly, I'm, I'm forgetting the guy's last name all of a sudden, but I know he's not, he's not a shill and I know he's not corrupted. I know he's a pretty good doctor from what I have been told, um, from various accounts. Does he check you for hernias? I think he checks you for everything. I think he does it all. But Just yeah. Make sure he asks you to cough, because if you don't cough, <laughs> sexual harassment. That's true. I, I had no consent. <laughs> he had no consent, Mike. So, oh, yes, uh, the death rate out here is quite low. We only had 188, by the way. Not bad. I don't even know what my county had. I know we were, we were at least 1,000 at one point when it first started. I don't know what we're at now. By the way, we have a very, very good recovery rate, by the way. Over 7,000, almost eight. Wow. Yeah, so things are actually looking better out here where I am. Good. So I'm very glad, and that's great news. I hope we get things in motion. I must say, while all this is good news, keep in mind that there is a long-lasting effect by catching this virus. I can't can't, um, not tell you guys specifically that this thing causes havoc on your immune system, 
So keep trying to optimize your immune system any way you can. Right. Uh, you too, Mike. Right. Yeah, I do. Every day. Vitamin D, vitamin C, garlic, echinacea. Uh, what else? Uh, green tea. A little bit of cocaine. Uh, oh, I try, but I can't seem to get that in the, in the pharmacy. It's kind of hard. They don't sell it. When was the last time you snorted cocaine, by the way? About a year ago. About a year? <laughs> yep. It's been a little bit longer for me, to be honest. Yeah, I was actually uh, getting ready to do a show. And somebody said, hey, you want to try this? And I was like, yeah, okay, yeah, 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 all right, yeah, 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 okay, yeah, yeah. Got a little bump there, huh? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> I was very tired. Yeah, well, you, yeah. <laughs> I needed a that's what, that's what that was the excuse the Germans gave. Yeah. We're well, just really tired. Yeah, yeah, they had the uh, synthetic uh, pill form of of meth. Yep. Good times. By the way, Mike, I forgot to tell you. <laughs> the Russian scientists, by the way, have done it again. First, they launched uh, Sputnik, and now they've come up with a vaccine for COVID-19. Who? Uh, Russia. Russia. And they're less than two weeks, if I recall correctly, from they're not sh- they're not sharing production. It? Well, I'm sure they will. Oh, good. I'm sure they will. I'm sure, I'm sure they have to. I guess they would, yeah. But so hopefully that works out for all those people out there in Russia. As well for us here in America. I mean, Mike, I'd rather take a vaccine that a Russian came up with and not a vaccine that a Bill Gates concocted. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if I gave you, if I gave you two and I gave you the option, I said, which one would you take? I'm sure you'd take the Russian vaccine, right? I would sooner take a pill made from a placebo mm. or made of a placebo, whatever the correct terminology is, uh, then take anything from Bill Gates other than Microsoft Word. I hear you on that one. Of course, the other cider says Russia launched a weapon out in space. I did see that. I, I heard about that, that too. Yeah, all these things that are happening right now. Hey, not Very to the subject, but I got to bring I got to bring something to your attention. Did you hear about the comet that was discovered recently back in March, and it just made its premier closest approach past Earth on July 23rd. Comets and asteroids, yes. Uh, it's called Neowise, and it was uh, discovered back in March, I think March 3rd. Do you know how long it takes? It Once it leaves this, this, this area of our orbit, do you know how long it'll take till it comes back? Probably many, many moons. I would 6, have to say. 6,800 years. That's many moons. <laughs> I was, almost fell off my chair when I heard that. So, so here's, here's what I'm getting at. So for the last few days, I've been wanting to get a picture of it because it's in the sky. You just got to look towards the, the, the west where the sun sets and then look slightly northwest and then up into the sky about maybe a hand's length upward or maybe at this point, maybe a, a, a forearm upward. And it should be right there. You might be able to see it with binoculars. You might be able to see it with the naked eye. I'm not sure. And for the last few days, I've been trying to make arrangements to go take a picture of it. And every friggin' night, it never fails. Clouds, clouds, or in some cases, rain. But in this case, tonight, a radio show. So I have yet to been able to uh, get a photograph of this comet. Well, Mike. Just wanted to bring that up. Well, Mike, it's a good thing you're here, not out there. <laughs> you don't want to get struck by lightning. Well, yeah, no, obviously not. But uh, I really want to get a picture of that comet. I'm, I'm dying here. I, I've got other pictures that I've taken of celestial images, but not of a comet. Yeah, a comet is always good to capture on film or 
On a still image, yes. I'm just hoping one comes back in my lifetime that I can get a shot of, because this one is uh, extremely rare. So I read. I'm not much of an asteroid person. No? No, I mean, I, I think it's because anytime I hear of something coming towards Earth and, it, and then it doesn't happen, I get very sad. Oh. <laughs> I think it's because of the movie Deep Impact. Oh, I watched that just Remember a couple that? of, like, a couple of weeks ago. What a terrible movie. It is, right? <laughs> Absolutely terrible. That's what the kid uh, who plays Frodo in The Hobbit. Yeah, the acting stinks in the film, but... Oh, terrible. I do like the visuals, though. I didn't, you know what? I was, I couldn't, I was so bored, I had a, I couldn't watch it. You got I, bored I of it? Get, I couldn't even watch the, 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 the movie because it was so stupid. It was kind of dumb. I, yeah, that's true. I wanted to watch it for the imagery, just like you, but... I couldn't stand it. it well, it helps if you drink a beer and watch it. Take a beer and smoke some weed. Yeah, it will help. Coke. It'll make it better. <laughs> oh, brother. Um, I mean, these are the end times, Mike. I mean, you, you should be enjoying yourself. Uh, I'm trying uh, to the best of my capabilities. Uh, it's it's not easy when you know, like you know, rent is due and your car insurance is due and the cable bill is due and. Uh, Lord knows what else. So, and that's the problem with everybody today is we're so involved in paying off our credit cards. And Antifa's outside. And Antifa's, yeah, they're outside. They're in your backyard. Um, <laughs> so, you know, it's hard to enjoy yourself when you got all this, this insanity you. going on. You know, I'm trying. It's I'm just trying to help others out there feel better through what's going on. That's good. You know, if it, if you feel a bit better by taking something, I, I suggest you do it. Now is within the time. Reason. What was that, Mike? Sorry. I said within reason, as long as there aren't any children listening to this program. Exactly. Kids don't do not do anything I just suggested. Yes. No one under 18 do anything bad. Yes. Don't do anything illegal. That's for sure. And don't uh, run with scissors. Yes. And Mike, another thing I did want to get your opinion on since we were talking about COVID what exactly is your opinion on Major League Baseball, the NFL? Oh. <laughs> They've said uh, no preseason. The Trump administration is reportedly worried. Canceling sports will hurt the president's reelection chances. What do you make of that, Mike? I don't know if I've mentioned this to you before, but I have two words for the NFL. Love that the National Baseball League, and the NBA. Well, I already know what you're going to say, so that's why I asked. F you. <laughs> they should all go take a shit because they are all anti-American, pieces of crap who are making millions of dollars and have the nerve, they have the nerve to kneel during the national anthem of this country. You know what? Get the fuck out of this country. Go somewhere else and try playing your stupid ass little games and see what country puts up with your shit. The only reason you can do what you do in this country by protesting and, 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 and saying that you're going to take a knee during the national anthem of this country is because of freedom. Amazing. <laughs> there you go, Mike. Thank you. <laughs> but yes, you are right about that and... You know, I already knew what you were going to say in terms of that. And, uh, yes, um, the determination to get sports up and running, my goodness. Do you think this will help the economy, Mike? Uh, 
it's a hard question for me to answer, Michael, and it's hard because I'm so angry at these people for taking advantage of this country, taking the money that they're taking and then just basically giving everyone a, a middle finger saying, F you, we're going to take an, a, a, a knee and we're going to take all your millions of dollars that you give us from buying merchandise and paying for seats at our, at our uh, events and we're just going to stick it right to you. Can you believe that? Yes, I can. The uh, self-entitlement? My goodness. I'm, I'm so angry. I, I couldn't give a shit about any sports. I didn't like it before. Now, I fucking hate it. I personally think this should be the least concerns, the least of concerns to the Absolutely. administration. Absolutely. Uh, much more focus should be going elsewhere. I, that's personally what I think. I say this as someone who enjoys sports, by the way. Uh, I don't care if they don't come back. These athletes in the NBA, the NFL, the MLB, all have complained for so many years, Mike, all along while having millions and millions of dollars that I will never see, that you will never see. So, right. Mike, you actually think I'm going to feel an ounce of sorrow? <laughs> I, I'm glad you don't, Michael. I'm really glad. I wish, I wish more people who I knew that enjoy sports. I love sports. Felt that way. Oh, I do feel that way. I feel they are way overpaid and they are not worth any of that money. Let them all get a real job. A lot of these yeah. people are self-entitled megalomaniacs. Let them actually do something else besides play sports. Let's see what, let's see what they'll do. A majority of these people, Mike, have done nothing but play sports their entire lives. And, and had people politicians and had people pamper and kiss their ass twenty four seven. Shut up. Do something else, you fucking wimp. <laughs> it's true. Shut up. Yeah. I had to say it like a New Yorker. Uh, that foot that you know fucking what? I'm, accent. I'm glad you feel that way. I really am, because as I said, I I've talked to other people who uh, you know, just have no sympathy towards it. Oh, I don't care. How could you not care? These people are taking full advantage of us. It's not fair. It's not right. Oh, I mean, sports should be sports. Leave your politics at home and get out there like a gladiator that you are and do your, your job. Shut the hell up. I like boxing, by the way, and mixed martial arts. Those two, um, those two sports can stay, but the rest, they can, they can fuck off, Mike. I don't care. Good, 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 good. Yeah, let them do something else. Let them do something else. Really, they really have. It's unbelievable that they get paid that the the money that they get paid and and they're just just a, a middle finger right to everybody. Eh, guess what? We're gonna do what we want, assholes. Just just despicable. Do you feel the same way about NASCAR? Well, oh here's shit. What, here's what pissed oh, me off about shit, NASCAR. Mike. Didn't they, didn't they do something with BLM? Uh, well, yes. Yeah, well, F, F them too. F them too. Cancel Anybody everything. Anybody associated with BLM and taking a knee for the national anthem can suck it. They can suck it, Mike? <laughs> Amazing. By the way, Mike, um, there was a, a clip I played a few weeks back. Well, I don't think it was a few weeks back. It was, Probably last weekend or so. Yeah, I believe it might have been last. No, actually the week before that. And uh, you know what, Mike? Let me, let me just play that clip for you. I think you might find it somewhat amusing and somewhat shocking at the same time. Okay. How does that sound? Terrific. Fuck yeah. Here we go. About that 
from the president, making it very clear that he wants schools to reopen. And in fact, there could be negative outcomes from, for those that don't. Well, one, we should definitely open up the schools and we need to stop listening to Dr. Fauci, who is funded by Bill and Melinda Gates. And all of your listeners know this. I know this. You know this. We all know this. But Jeffrey Epstein's not a good man. And uh, Bill Gates spent a lot of time with Mr. Jeffrey Epstein. So I don't think we should be listening to a pedophile for how to treat our kids, period. And we shouldn't be listening to people who spend time with pedophiles as it relates to our kids. So if Bill Gates wanted to watch my kids as a babysitter, I wouldn't let him do it. I'm certainly not going to use a vaccine he recommends. And Bill Gates has asked Dr. Fauci to serve on his board for the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. So stop listening to Bill Gates and Dr. Fauci. They are corrupt individuals. And Bill Gates hangs out with pedophiles consistently. Why would he hang out with Epstein? Why would he do that? It's sick. Wow. That's a good question, by the way. What? A, what's awesome? Wow. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty, um, pretty heavy there. I didn't expect that. Wow. Hopefully, he doesn't get sued saying that. Yeah, right. And, and who, who was that speaking? Well, I'm reading the guy's name now. Yeah, I, I had all the information about a week or two ago, Mike. Um, okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's okay. I do hey, know it was you know a. Mm-hmm. If anybody knows who that was by chance. Yeah, who was that guy? And let us know because I just uh, knew him as like this reporter that came out of nowhere. Well, I'm glad you got that. That was that was quite awesome. I that was, really enjoyed that. That was something else, but I just hope he doesn't get sued. Yeah, me too. I don't even want to say the guy's name if I find it. <laughs> I don't want him to get in trouble now. Right? Holy shit! Wow. And yes, I did see that. By the way, I saw a comment. In the chat room, it said Fauci baseball, but yes, he threw the first pitch, by the way. Oh, yeah, whatever. What a loser. You're calling him a loser because he threw the first pitch, Mike? He's just, if Fauci's an, he's, I don't trust Fauci. I, I think he's been wrong on a number of, of things in which. Well, they're all wrong. Uh, yeah, yeah, for the most part. Yeah, they're but all I mean, full of shit. Yeah, I, I mean, the guy's got a long history, a long track record for the things he's done. Great. I got the guy's name, by the way, Mike. Okay. His name is Clay Clark. Did somebody send that in, or did you figure it out? No, someone sent me that clip, but yeah, I got information here. It says, Clay Clark implied Bill Gates was a pedo. Oh. My God, the balls on that guy. And yes, this was uh, on a network called Newsmax TV. Wow. So. Wow, indeed. Wow. <laughs> I don't even know what to say about that. Holy shit. I know, it's really. Can we nice. play that? Can we play that again, Mike? Please do, please. I was laughing too hard when I heard it. All right, let's let me cue that back up here for everyone. But yeah, that was um very unexpected. That from the president, making it very clear that he wants schools to reopen, and in fact, there could be negative outcomes from for those that don't. Well, one, we should definitely open up the schools, and we need to stop listening to Dr. Fauci, who is funded by Bill and Melinda Gates. And all of your listeners know this, I know this, you know this, we all know this, but Jeffrey Epstein's not a good man, and uh, Bill Gates spent a lot of time with Mr. Jeffrey Epstein. So I don't think we should be listening to a pedophile for how to treat our kids, period. And we shouldn't be listening to people who spend time with pedophiles as it relates to our kids. So if Bill Gates wanted to watch my kids as a babysitter, I wouldn't let him do it. I'm certainly not going to use a vaccine he recommends. And Bill Gates has asked Dr. Fauci to serve on his board for the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. So stop listening to Bill Gates and Dr. Fauci. They are corrupt individuals, and Bill Gates hangs out with pedophiles consistently. Why would he hang out with Epstein? Why would he do that? It's sick. That's right. And Bill Gates, he hangs out out there in Africa. 
wonder why. I'm just doing all kinds of weird shit out there with these vaccines. Rubbing camel shit on, on, on uh, huts. Who knows what that guy's doing? Uh, Gates has always been kind of uh, creepy to me, in my opinion. No doubt, no doubt. And he's hanging out with um Jeffrey Epstein? Holy shit. Yep. I mean, I guess we'll never really know circumstances uh the circumstances of epstein and everything that went down because it is my personal opinion that he was murdered and i don't have the proof to say this obviously but it it is my understanding my feeling i should say that he was murdered by the clintons uh and their their mob i could be wrong obviously but it just seems so perfect right and mike let me ask you another question in regards to this um CCP virus, the China virus, Mike. Okay. And if you had a child, Mike, would you send your kid to school during this pandemic? That's a very, very good question. I think I would. You think you would? Yeah. I, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna really, I mean, first of all, I don't have kids, so it's real easy for me to say that. Right. Secondly, let me, let me make myself clear. Based on what I've learned from this show, doing the show with you and the people that we've talked to, in addition to the news that I've listened to and some individual parents who have children, it is my belief that the children are at less risk than the elderly and the people with less uh, with uh, lesser immune systems. Uh, so I, I, I also feel that it is important to maybe have the kids continue to get inspiration by going to school. Could you imagine being a parent, Michael, and having your kids around like all day? <laughs> well, a lot of them, that's the reason why they want to send their kids back. Right. <laughs> well, I mean, that's why there are so many, um, so many cases of domestic violence through the lockdown as well. Right. Yeah, man. I mean, obviously I don't have kids either. But as America considers their best options for reopening America, what I found out recently, Mike, is parents will probably have to fill out forms, um, a liability waiver now. Yeah, that's very possible. Oh, my God. Yep. I, I don't know, Mike. I don't think I would send my kid to school if, if that were, if those were the terms, I would have to consider maybe private school or some sort of a bullshit online class. I, I even think like home tutoring is a good idea. I, 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 my ex-wife actually, she home tutors her kids, uh, which I commend her on. She's a very smart woman. Um, so things that she's done for her children, uh, you know, pretty good stuff, but not everybody can do that. Obviously, if you're a person who's working, uh, you can't sit around and tutor your child at home. Right. Uh, but for those who can, you know, I'm thinking most of it is, is probably mothers while the father goes out and works. Uh, you know, good for them. Uh, I don't know. It's it's just strange what's happening. Everything is strange, school. man. Right. It's strange what's happening to school. Um, it's strange what's happening to the world right but now. Yeah. Michael. It really is. And I can only really speak for this country when I see the things that are happening. It's, it's very sad. It really is. It's sad, but Mike, you know, I expected all this going back months ago. Right when we just think, started talking about this, I knew all this was going to happen. Do you think it has anything to do specifically with the election? Do you think that it might be blown out of proportion just a bit? 
I would have to say maybe. Perhaps some of the things have been quite inaccurate. I'm sure the precautions people have taken have been uh, not so good. Some people have not taken this seriously. Some people have, um, even if they tried to protect themselves at all, some of them have been doing it wrong as well. You know, most people don't know how to put on and take off a mask properly. Yeah, how many times you see people walking with a mask over their mouth and it's not covering their nose? I'm like, why are you even bothering? And how many times have you seen people wipe their face with their fucking hand? Right, yeah. After they put gloves on and then they put their Jesus. Yeah, man. So, you know, before we jump off the whole Bill Gates and um, this Bill Gates talk, you know, he was also uh, mixed up with uh, Elon Musk. Speaking of uh, wimps, by the way. Remind me, who is that again? Elon Musk. Yes. Tesla. Creator. Blank. The creator for Tesla. The car, the electric car. Oh, that guy? The rocket. Okay. So, yeah, Elon Musk, he got into a bit of words with uh, Mr. Bill Gates. They traded some vicious words over Twitter recently. Uh, good stuff. The battle of the very, very wimpy men. <laughs> yeah, so that that's what's going on in the Twitter universe. You have these billionaires uh, fighting amongst each other, all because of a woman, I'm sure. And, you know, it had me thinking, I wonder who would win in a fight between Elon Musk or Bill Gates. Now, of course, we give the edge to Elon Musk because of youth, but both look very frail, very much like they would break if you slammed them on the mat somewhere. No doubt. Oh, yeah. So I wonder who would win in, in that sort of um, in that sort of scenario. What do you think, Mike? Do you think uh, Elon Musk would beat the shit out of Bill Gates? Well, to be perfectly honest, I haven't seen a, an image of him. Both men are like, wimpy, but- by the way. Oh, yeah. And based on what you've said, it sounds like both of them could be knocked over with a feather. Really easy. Very very sad. Very (laughs) sad. Uh, This is what society has turned us into, a bunch of uh, weak individuals. Not all of us, but a lot of us. You know, we sit in front of these damn computers all day long and not realize how it's affecting us. Whereas, you know, people living on the plains of Africa or in a... uh, in the jungles of the Amazon or in the jungles of... We're going to have uh, to send you to Africa, Australia. Mike. All, the, all this Africa <laughs> talk with you. Well, I'm just saying, the people, like, you go there, you won't see, like, some big fat person sitting around. Like, we're going to ship you to, we're gonna ship you to South Africa, beer. Mike. Say again? I said, we're going to ship you to uh, South Africa. That's all right. <laughs> I'll pass. Hilarious. So what, what Gates said, by the way, if anybody is curious, in terms of Elon... He says, Elon's positioning is to maintain a high level of outrageous comments. He's not much involved in, uh, in issues. He, he makes a great electric car and his rockets work well. So he's allowed to say things. I hope that he doesn't confuse areas he's not involved in too much. Shots fired, Mike. Apparently. Yeah. And in other words, he's telling uh, Elon to stay in his own lane. Oh shit. I- Bill Gates said that. Yeah, Bill Gates said that. Whatever, man. I I, I don't even know anymore. I, I don't even know if I have an opinion at this point anymore because everything is just – it's just like somebody just took the board game and just tossed all the playing parts up in the air. Oh, yeah. Just, so, Mike, you, you've been feeling it hard lately, haven't you, with everything yeah, going on? You, you've had a worse week than Michael Cohen. 
<laughs> um, I don't know about that, but I mean, I mean, like I said before, it's just it's it's financial burden. Uh, you know, I've had a financial burden all my life, practically. Um, but now I'm at a point, knowingly, that I have you know no work for the entire spring, summer, and fall, and. Uh, Fuck you. That's good. I made it dramatic. <laughs> keep going. Keep going. It was good. Uh, no, I'm not telling you now. What do you think of that? Mike, you're, Mike, you <laughs> fucked up the bit. It was good. Okay. We had the music. Okay, here we you go. You were doing so good. I almost cried. So, I've been living week to week. I, I sleep in my car. Oh, even shit. Though I have a, even though I have a bed. I just want it to look... Like I'm really, really in deep trouble so that people feel sorry for me. I've had to eat all my pets. Oh wait, we got we gotta stop that by the way. I, I did announce that your <laughs> your bird did die and I and I was actually quite sad about that. Many many Thank of the you. listeners were. Thank you very much. I really So I back really to a serious that. moment here. Yeah, poor Kiki. Poor she, Kiki. Uh, she died right on my lap. <laughs> I mean, now it is sad. Now we, now we can use this. She, she, uh, I don't know what happened. Like she, she started like, uh, well, I forget. It was a matter of like two and a half days, two, just about two and a half days. I noticed her throwing up. Oh shit! Like she threw up, but she didn't show signs of distress. Right now, birds throw up all the time, and my birds used to throw up for me all the time. That's actually a sign of affection. When a bird regurgitates food for you. So, like, she started throwing up. And by the last day, that morning, when I, I took, you know, the, 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 the blankets off her cage, you know, every, every morning I have to take their, their, you know, open up their cages because I cover them up at night. That morning, she was very, very quiet. Uh, normally, you know, when I, I would open up her cage, she would, she would whistle. We'd go back and forth whistling. No, poor bird. She would get excited for me making breakfast for her and so on and so forth. But this morning, she was very, very quiet. Mm. And again, she was still throwing up. When I gave her her breakfast, she didn't eat it. Oh, and that's like, not yeah, good. This is not right. Yeah. I had to run to the store. I went to the store. I wasn't gone an hour. By the time I got back, she was. She could she could barely stand on her perch. Oh. She was literally falling over. She was hurt, yeah. Yeah. So I took her out. I immediately took her out and I put her in a box that I could keep a close eye on her. And I, I you know I filled it with like soft uh, materials like a t-shirt and everything. And she just laid there. She was in so much pain. And this is what broke my heart. She was moaning. She was moaning. She was like moaning. She was yeah, she was oh moaning like she was in pain. And that really broke my heart because there was nothing I could do for her at that point. At that point, once a bird reaches that that stage, they're, they're a goner. Uh, the reason is because birds hide their inabilities and their, their disabilities uh, because when they're in the wild, they cannot show any sort of um, – What's the word? Uh, inferiority. Uh, or they, you know, they can't show that they're 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 sick, that or they're else hurt. they'll get yeah. taken down by a predator. So, I sat with her for probably a good three hours. I was petting her, touching her, talking to her, but she was so sick. She was really, and I said, like I said, the moans. It, it just broke my heart. So I had her in the box on my lap, and at nine thirty, she 
she died. And when she died, uh, Sergeant, my, my blue and gold macaw, actually let out a scream. Like, he, he kept trying to come down his cage oh. to get to her. He was so Yikes. interested in what was going on. Um, and, of course, I, I couldn't let him near her because I didn't know what she had. Now, that makes me feel bad. It, it was sad, man. It, like, I never heard him – I never heard him scream like that before. It's as if he knew exactly what had happened at the moment he, that it did. He probably did. It's the bird very, knew. very strange. The bird knew. Yeah. Yeah, he knew. And uh, mm-hmm. I, 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 you know, at that point, I, you know, she died and there was just nothing I could do. Bummer. This bird had a traumatic life, as did Sergeant. You know, fortunately, Sergeant is a strong bird, and he's been he's you know been with me now. It'll be two years September, and uh, Kiki was only with me since November. I got her this past November. Yeah, she's very new, from what I recall. Yeah, twenty years old, but very new. Indeed, my goodness, Mike. Well, I feel terrible for your loss, Mike. I am very Thank sorry. You. I know you were very. Uh, close to your bird. Well, both of your birds you're, you're very close to and you care for them very much. I do. And, 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 and the sad thing again was that her and I, you know, it takes them a, like about a year to really start to get comfortable in their new surroundings. Uh, you know, for the first two months, she wouldn't even come near me. I couldn't, I couldn't touch her. She would bite me. But in the last few months that I've had her, she started letting me scratch her head. She would hang upside down. When I would get ready to cover her up at night, just before I would close her up, she'd come and she'd come to the edge of the cage and she'd hang upside down so that I could pet her. I, you know, she'd want me to put my fingers through the cage so I could pet her and she would like, she would nibble on my finger. I mean, it, we were really coming close together. Word. And then all of a sudden she just died. My goodness. Was it the COVID-19, Mike? I really don't know. I honestly, Michael, I don't know what. I don't know what could have killed her. I just don't know. It was the China virus. Who knows? Could have been. I mean, China. Here's a, there's a, this is a strange thing about birds and people catching the, uh, viruses. They can both catch the same virus. Really? That I didn't know. Yes. As a matter oh, of fact, when I, when I first got captain, my cockatoo, uh, the, the owner told me, he's like, you know, if you're sick, Make sure you stay away from the bird because you can transmit your Ooh, your germs. Didn't know bird. that. Yes. Didn't know that at all. So. My goodness, Mike. Very sad. And very I want sad. and I want a parrot, by the way. Do you? I kind of do. Yeah. They are a handful. Just letting you know, you have to be really willing to give up a portion of your life for the bird. I, want, I, I was. Go ahead. I was. I'm sorry. I was just going to say I was prepared to do that when I got captain. In 2009, I had already retired from doing music, and I knew that I was ready to adopt a parrot. I had done research for five years, and I had gotten parakeets, a cockatiel, and a parallette before getting captain so that I knew what I was in, in store for. Getting a parrot, uh, you've got to be willing to spend at least two to three hours a day like just playing with that bird. And it doesn't have to be all at the same time. Like I, I spend in intervals of, of time with my bird. You know, like I'll uh, I'll take him outside for an hour. Uh, you know, if I'm doing something outside, I have a couple perches outside. I can bring him outside with me. Uh, if I sit on the porch with him so he gets some air, you know, and then I, I give them baths. I talk to them. I take – so it, you've got to have 
about three hours for them a day. Well, you can spend time. Yeah, yeah, it's it's not easy. Well, that's why they're so. That's why parrots are one of the most returned pets in the birding and pet industry. Oh, I'm ready to own a parrot still. Even given that information, I'm ready to teach him how to dehumanize others with his words. Yes. <laughs> well, if you ever need advice on getting a parrot, just just ask. Very nice. Well, thank you for that, Mike. And yes, I, I think we need to uh, move along here from. Uh, the sadness that was the the bird. I think people are going to cry on that sad talk, Mike. I, I like that uh, piano, by the way. What's that from? I have no clue. It's just some random sound drop I got here on on this um on this board. Gotcha. I like it though. It really drives the uh, point home. It does. Very sad does. stuff there, but yes, Mike, we we have to be a little bit happier now. Yeah, yeah, let's go for it, man. Yeah, we got to be a little bit happier, even though um, the world is a mess. You know how that goes, Mike. But, um, you know, tonight I'm thinking about painting a big red X on my door. Why is that? Oh, you know, Passover. Oh, is is tonight? Pa- no. It's not. not Passover? No, I just want to fuck with people. That would be sheep's blood. Yeah, or period blood. Oh, really? I didn't know menstrual blood worked. Well, I mean, you know, that's for the conspiracy theorists out there, you know. Oh. Okay. The, the period blood, <laughs> the spirit cooking, you know. Gotcha. You know, all, all those things. I knew a girl once who was casting a spell and used menstrual blood. Oh, my God. Put it in this guy's drink. I'm oh, like, my God. Are, are you serious? You, yeah, I told her, like, you are effed up. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I got to say. She said she felt really bad after she did it. She's like, I, I, I canceled Jesus. the spell. I'm like, you should have. <laughs> Victoria said, uh, shark weak blood. <laughs> oh my God. I can't even imagine the smell. Oh, well, good I mean, Lord. Like he put a whole tampon in his drink. Just a few drops. You wouldn't even notice it. Yeah, some girls though, man. I'm telling you. Yeah, apparently. You don't be around that. <laughs> Woo. You'd be around any of that. Yikes. But again, um, Mike, I have another um, funny story here for you uh, in terms of uh, COVID reports of paranormal activity on the rise during the coronavirus stay-at-home orders. That, that, <laughs> that came from a, a story out in Los Angeles. Apparently, there has been a, an increase in the number of reports of possible hauntings at homes amid That's the it. pandemic lockdown, Mike. Why? I'm dying to know why. Why? Well, it doesn't, there's really no explanation, but. Of course not. Of course not. You know how that goes. <laughs> <laughs> That's weird. Oh, boy. I mean, as it must, much as it, I, it must I have been a, a slow news week for them. <laughs> over at a CBS. Is that where it came from? <laughs> That's where it came from. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. What a bunch of fools. CBS LA, by the way. All right. There you go. Oh, boy. Point taken. I mean, as much as I want to believe in the supernatural <laughs> and stuff like that, it, it, I don't know. I, I don't think COVID is bringing it out. <laughs> I really don't. I think that is silly, but whatever, whatever. Whatever oh, works, know. yes. Hello, I know. Oh, boy. By the way, I've been watching some, some more of the uh, Jeffrey Epstein document, uh, documentary series, rather, on Netflix. Oh, you're still watching that? Yeah, I haven't finished it all. Filthy Rich, by the way, it's the name for those that want to see it, the docu-series. Yes. Oh, my God, it's been pretty wild. And, of course, that brings me to someone else, uh, Courtney Love. 
She was also featured in Jeffrey Epstein's Little Black Book. And, of course, she hoped the disgraced financier of uh, Jeffrey Epstein burned in hell after... What was her association with him? Well, she claims there was no association with uh, Jeffrey Epstein. Um, She tweeted about it. She put on a recent uh, tweet. She says, hey, about my name and Epstein's address book, it's creepy as fuck that I'm in that thing. I agree. I didn't know him, never met him, didn't know who he was. Apparently, he collected celebrity phone numbers. The end. He'll be burned in hell. Yeah. So that's what According Love had to say about that. What a wonderful woman. Courtney Love is another... Psycho? It's another fucking crazy person. Mm-hmm. You think she killed uh, um, Kurt? Wow, that's a big accusation, but... You think so? I always had a, a, a feeling. I know, right? I just don't... I don't trust that woman. It's just that... I mean, the guy... I know the guy was very, very depressed. Very troubled. that. Very right. troubled. But at the same time, I, I... I mean, obviously, we'll never know, once again, but obviously... It's just, it really makes you think. But don't you think there's really. something wrong with her? Well, I mean, obviously we know she's a, you know, a psychological, pathological, neurological liar. And she's a drug addict. And she's a drug addict, yes. That don't help. So that does not help at all. So what what is it about Courtney Love, though? What's so special about this woman, though? That's what I'm I'll, curious I'll about. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why she's so special. Go ahead. Bef- before Kurt died. She was not nearly as famous as she became. Uh, let's face it. Her, uh, even though she was in her band at the time, uh, when they were, uh, her and, and, uh, Kurt Cobain were together, Nirvana was on top of the world. They were, they were groundbreakers for a new style of music that was, you know, hitting number one charts instead of Led Zeppelin, Stairway to Heaven for the last 10 years before that, all well, throughout the seventies and eighties. Finally, Nirvana comes in and bang, they just blow up. Now, Courtney Love, she was in a band, but she wasn't nearly as popular as he was. What happens when he dies? Boom, instant stardom. Mm. What would you think of her band, Hole? I never liked Hole. Didn't get into that? Never, yeah, I never got into Hole. <laughs> I never got into Hole. No, I never got into a Courtney Love. I never got into no the... No intended. Right. Nor, nor the Pixie Chicks. Remember that group? Pixie Chicks. There was a oh, that's right. Yeah, there was a band called. Remember Pixie that Chicks before that. they got um they got exiled from television. There. Oh, the Pixie Chicks, the country band. Right, right, right. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. What did they do? They uh, who did they not like? George Bush, right? Yeah, I believe it was Bush that they had uh, issues with at first, and that's what sort of uh, snowballed uh, their career for a while. And of course, things went south after that. Shortly for those yeah. um, women. It had something to do with political the- shit. The war. That's what it I was. Think, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I remember very distinctly. Yeah, well, I still don't support the war. I don't either, man. Uh, I mean, look. Uh, we fucked I, up I, in Iraq, man. I, that's I, I right. Gotta we be honest. Never, we should never have gone to Iraq. We should have left it alone. Saddam Hussein would still be alive. Everything would be under control. And we wouldn't have this, this insanity that took place after he was taken down. Him. Gaddafi was another one, uh, and who else was it? I think it was uh, something to do with Turkey as well. When the mother Muslim Brotherhood uh, tried to oust uh, one of somebody who was elected president or something like that, and then of course you got the guy from uh, Syria too. What's his name? Uh, starts with an A. 
By the way, it was 2003 when all this shit went on for the uh, Dixie Chicks, by the way. Yep. Yeah, because right. they disapproved of the Iraq War. Can you believe it now? <sighs> yeah. How fucking dumb were we back then? Hey, listen, man. In, in, in that <laughs> very same year, that very same year, j- two days before America went into Iraq, the Empire Hideous did a protest show at CBGB's. Oh, really? That's right. I didn't know that. Uh, that's right. It was Jan. I think it was. I think it was March twenty third. I like I, I like Spy Society. I think probably the most. And the reason why is because it reminds me of when I was playing in a band and when I was playing in a punk ska band. Sweet. So it always takes me back to that, Mike. Love Spy that, Society. That, that was a that was a spy band. That it was, was dope. Spy band. I loved it. But uh, just just to finish off, like like yeah, I was saying, ahead. we we did it. We did a protest show at CBGB's. We 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 sold the club out that night. Uh, I had booked all. I I produced the whole show. I booked all the bands. I uh, set it up. Empire Hideous headlined. Uh, we had a bunch of opening acts. I even brought in new acts from Philadelphia. And uh, yeah, yeah, that was Would that was say- our that was our way to protest the Iraqi war. Mike, would you would you uh, say this was like one of the high points in your life at this time? With Empire Hideous? Yeah, like well in general. Just with how at, things were at that time for you. At the time, mm-hmm. Empire Hideous had just started up again. We had been together for about I think maybe a year. I can't remember exactly how long. But we had already started playing. We were doing big shows. Uh this obviously was after the the whole Misfits thing in ninety eight. Plus I had two records that had just uh two records out. One on the way, and I had my book that was just released uh, in November of 2002. So, yeah, things were really bopping for me and my band at the time. And, uh, yeah, we were doing some enormous shows, and that was a great time for me, of course. Yeah, it does bring back good good memories. Very good memories, I have to uh, assume, especially New York at that time. Shit must have been pretty electric at that time in New York. It always was, though, really. Um, but like right after nine eleven. Oh yeah. I'm yeah. just thinking, like, shit. It must have been wild there. Just the intensity of what was happening there. Uh, I'm thinking many of those live shows were probably really good at the time. I like to think so. Then that's kind of what I'm thinking about. Um, in general, with with today's music, the the well, I don't even know if there's a quote unquote music scene, but. I suspect that we probably might get good music after all this is said and done. Possibly. Or even during, even if it, if, if, even if it isn't done, I'm thinking we might even get some really good uh, tunes from some of these up and coming bands per se, Mike. Even if, um, that's kind of hard to imagine, uh, music just continuing. Well, I think hard music is always going to, is always going to continue, Michael. I think oh, it will, but style of music. It, it will continue, but I mean, it's like the, the whole touring thing. I know that's a driving factor for a lot of bands. I mean, look at the Rolling Stones. Look at all these old bands that were touring forever. Yeah. Metallica. Yeah. They got, they've been around for 40 years now. They're going to be like the Rolling Stones of this generation. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's you true. think so? You know what? You know what, Michael? We all get old. We're all yeah. headed in the same direction, my friend. Six feet under. Right. That's right. That's why I always say there's no winners in this race, Mike. Never. We all end up in the same place. That's right. We all have the ultimate equalizer. That's right. That is right. I 
am sorry to um, drop that reality on everyone, but... Uh, what harsh truths do you prefer to ignore is the question, right? That's right. <laughs> uh, free will or just an illusion, Mike? What do you say? Wait, what's the question? Is free will real or just an illusion? Sorry, I, oh, I, I batted that okay. off wrong to you. That's okay, but that's a great question. That really is. I mean, who has the answer? Not me. Well, actually, that is the answer, Mike. Oh, the fact that well, you don't know. You See, I answered it for you. Then. You did. <laughs> that's right. And, Mike, in your opinion, what should be the goal of humanity? expert to really give some sort of an answer to that but personally Michael I think I, personally I think humanity is doomed and it may not be in 50 years it may not be in 100 years but eventually we will self-destruct it, it is in my opinion that we will self-destruct and I think it's only because with every step forward we take two steps backwards um, and the more you separate the classes between uh, lower class middle class class and upper class you're going to have, you know, the people who are angry because they don't have what the upper class has. So there's either going to be rebellion, war, um, possibly a pandemic, or a big rock from outer space that's going to slam into the side of the uh, the world and just start from scratch. It's like reset. Yeah, the reset button for sure. Yep. That's what I think COVID-19 really is. This is just one giant reset button for humanity as a whole. And as much as I agree with you on that, as it is a serious disease, I still have faith, Michael. Well, I me too. Have, sure. Of course. I still have faith. I still think we're going to get through this. We will. It's just, just that it's just that we're going to have to wear maybe some sort of like spacesuit. <laughs> like like we're going to be like something out of the movie uh, Bubble Boy. I hope not, but fuck it. I mean, if that's what we're going to have to do to get shit going here, uh, get Boy, things popping. Bubble, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. So, Mike, if we have to do that, I, I say fuck it. Let's do it. Anything to get things going here in America, I'd say. And, and as, as much as I understand what you're saying about the protection that we may have to wear, even, look, we've gotten rid of some of the most contagious diseases, anthrax, smallpox, uh, leprosy. Um, you know, we've controlled them. Um, I think it's just a matter of time until we get to a point where we're going to completely eradicate or control this disease, CCP virus. I hope so. I feel it. I, I feel confident. You feel it in your bones. I feel confident enough to say it. I think um, I, I still have faith. What can I tell you? I still have faith. It may be a long road for the next two years. You got blind faith, Mike? No, I don't have blind faith. <laughs> I have scientific faith. You have scientific. There's definitely yeah. a difference. Uh, but uh, I think it's going to be a rough road for two years. And I think, as I was saying before, when I asked you, I, I sincerely believe that a huge portion of a lot of what's going on has to do with the left trying to make the president look incompetent take it for what it is you know that's how i feel wait hold on you're saying the left is doing this to make the president look bad all right for example go ahead nancy nancy pelosi recently stated uh made a comment uh in an interview she called uh she called the 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 uh the virus the trump virus oh my did she really yeah <laughs> oh my now ask yourself what's the connection what did he do what did he do 
that makes this virus his fault. Oh, I don't think he did anything. Precisely. I don't remember him releasing the virus. But Nancy Pelosi is a stupid, senile old fart. But she's she blaming him. Right. Well, she blames him for everything. She I did. see. The other comment, the other word she had from his uh, president, what, what did she call him? Uh, uh, president Make Matters Worse. That's his name. Well, she could certainly come up with something better than that. I mean. She's she's an idiot. Her and Biden are kind of two weak. fools. They really are. What has Biden done? What has Biden done except stay in his 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 basement? Meanwhile, you got the president out. I mean, he's been taking chances, but he's also been taking that drug. I think I have a keep- I think I have a clip of Joe Biden here. Go ahead, Mike. I'm sorry. A new one? Yeah. I, well, I think this is of Joe Biden. Someone sent me this. Well, let me know where you're going to play it because I got to run into my room and get my my allergy pill. Oh, go ahead. You going to play it? Yeah, yeah, I'll play it right now. I'll be right back. Yeah, go ahead. So this is Joe Biden. I have no idea what this is. Someone sent me this a few minutes ago. Let's let's play this clip. Muslim communities were the first to feel Donald Trump's assault. Oh, the Muslim community. That's what this is. Yes, Joe Biden talking about the Muslim community. Let's um, play that clip. Muslim communities were the first to feel Donald Trump's assault on black and brown communities in this country with his vile Muslim ban. <laughs> Under this administration, we've seen unconscionable, an unconscionable rise in Islamic phobia. The incidents, including kids being bullied in school and hate crimes in our communities. He's named people with a history of open Islamic phobia, open, straightforward, who have no business serving in high positions in our government. What message does this send to the rest of the world? We have led the world not just by the example of our power, but the power of our example. And he's making a mockery of what we stand for. We can do something about it. And I'm here today to ask you to join me in a fight to rip this poison from our government root and stem. Oh, shit. That will include having Muslim American voices as part of my administration. If I have the honor of being president, I will end the Muslim ban on day one. We're going to there restore- was no Muslim ban. Uh, Mike, by the way, we wouldn't have this problem if we didn't get rid of, you know, who in yes. Iraq. Right. We wouldn't even have this problem. Poor American leadership around the world, starting by putting our democratic values and our diplomacy at the center of our foreign policy. Then I'll continue to champion the rights of Palestinians and Israelis to have a state of their own as I have for decades, each of them a state of their own. But we're not going to be able to do any of this if we don't win in November. We need you. I need you. He we needs need you, Mike. Mobilize and he motivate needs you. one another to register. He needs to touch you, Mike. Make a plan. And uh, sniff your hair, Mike, that long hair of yours. I don't have long hair, brother. Well, he wants to sniff your short hair. <laughs> and I'm not talking about the, the hair on top of your head. Oh, that's gross. <laughs> that's just wrong. <laughs> Can you imagine that, fucking Joe Biden? No, you see I can't, that please. fucking old man. I'm having too much fun, Mike. I need, I, I need, I need to, I need to shut up. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> comment to his his comment. There was no ban on Muslims. As a matter of fact, when Hussein Obama was king, he also did the same exact thing Donald J. Trump did 
in order to reduce the amount of immigrate immigrants coming into the country. Look it up. Hussein Obama did the exact same thing. But you don't hear anybody running to bitch to him because, oh, no, no, because if you did, then you're racist. Mike, stop being racist. I'm a racist. Stop hating Muslims, Mike. How dare you? I look, let, let me. What's your fucking perfect. problem, Mike? Hating, hating the, the innocent Muslims, you fucking let me, asshole. Let me be perfectly clear. <laughs> I have known, I have known Muslims. I have even dated a Muslim in the past. You dated a Muslim, Mike? Ago. Were you praying? I, I wasn't. No, I wasn't. And oh, she wasn't, okay. She wasn't. She was only Muslim by nationality. She was only half Muslim. Whatever. Um, <laughs> the fact is, <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to say that. I don't hate Muslims. I do not like the Muslims who take their religion and try to enforce it into the policies of this country. That's all I'm saying. Amazing. So, so, again, in response to Joe Biden's comment, there was no Muslim ban. Understood. And, of course, going back to COVID for one moment here, Herman Cain, also someone is – well, I should say someone who's fighting – a COVID case of his own right now. I, I don't even know if he's in a ventilator, but the last I heard he was in a hospital bed, Mike. Was he now? Yeah, remember Herman Cain? I know Herman Munster. 2012 yeah. presidential campaign. He was, I um, he was, don't remember. he was on the, on the trail for a while there back in 2012. Hmm. I remember there was a time when conservatives were glamoring for Herman Cain back in 2012. I couldn't help but laugh. Why is that? What a fucking joke. Because it's Herman <laughs> Cain. He stinks. Does he? He's the worst. I, I don't even know who he is. I can't even remember. Yeah, that's because he stinks. Republican or Democrat? He's a Republican. He was that much of a jerk? <laughs> oh, he's not, not that he's a jerk, but he stinks. It's terrible. I mean, people were saying, oh, Herman Cain. I'm going to vote for Herman Cain. I thought, good. Vote for him. He's not going to win. <laughs> he's not even going to make it up there. Give me a break. Herman Cain. But yeah, I feel bad for Mr. Herman Cain. I hope, hopefully he recovers. What's wrong with him again? COVID-19. Oh, oh, right. He caught the virus. That's too bad. I I wish him well. Matter of fact, uh, for those out there who dislike this show, you know, I sincerely (laughs) hope you catch what's going around. That's how I feel. Have you been getting hate mail? No, but that's just how I feel. Okay. <laughs> you know, any of those marauders out there who are talking shit, you know, I sincerely okay. hope you out there catch what's going around. So wait, dude, are you, are you saying people are saying shit? What, what's going on? No, I just like to um, throw insults out there in the wind. You just want to get, you want to get the insult out before yeah. you get it to you? <laughs> yeah. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. More fun. <laughs> uh, by the way, uh, Mike, another thing people were, you know, sort of, trying to um, laugh about when I said a Kardashian would have a pretty good chance of possibly becoming a president. Now, Kanye uh, Kanye West files to appear on New Jersey's 2020 presidential ballot. What? Yeah. Kanye West, the one who thinks he's a genius? Yeah, Kanye West. Uh, People, I'm a genius, man. Kanye Kanye Kardashian West. I'm a genius, bro. But yes, he announced that he was going to be running, and he did. Oh he God. he filed Mike to appear on the New Jersey ballot. Hey, look, Jello Biafra ran for uh, office in San Francisco back in the day as well. I sincerely doubt 
Conway West has Conway West. <laughs> whatever. What's his name? Conway Con- who? Kanye. Kanye. I'm gonna Conway, call him. Whatever the fuck. Let's what call him Conway. Yeah, that's good. Conway. <laughs> Conway West. Conway left. Conway left. So yes, he's a, he's a douche. That so he guy. he gar he garnered all the required signatures, and now he's going to be on the ballot. But Mike, I think the mistake was, um, it, it's a little too soon. Maybe if he ran uh, the next one out, I think he'd probably do a lot better. You know what? Isn't he like? Isn't he Republican? Doesn't he like stand for Donald Trump? He was a Republican. Oh, he's changed. He he had a change of heart. Okay, so you see right there, he's a moron. Well, Mike, I, I didn't, I didn't need to know any of his political affiliations to know that he was a moron. Right. I've, I've, I've heard this uh, gentleman for many years. I have always knew he was, you know, pretty, pretty dumb. Anybody who gets up there and says I'm a musical genius, man, is an idiot. What about Prince? Did he ever claim to be a genius? No, he didn't. Although Little well, Richard he, used to be like, you see, I did that. I did that first. You see what Prince says? I did that first. Well, I mean, Prince can get away with it, though, because he really was a genius. Oh, Prince was, was amazing. And as I told you, I, I was dissed by Prince. You were dissed by Prince? Yeah, I told you that story, didn't I? I don't think you told me that. I didn't tell you that story? You got to tell me that story before we go off air right now, because we, we are kind of winding down. So, yeah, go ahead. Tell me that story. Holy real shit. Real quick, real quick. One night. Me and my guitar player, Jason Trox, and we're walking through New York City. Mr. Monster. Mr. Monster. And we kept bumping into, not bumping into, but seeing, like, not stars, but, you know, big names, celebrities. So we're walking in the village, and we're walking, I think it was the Sullivan Street, and there was a a, a record store. Can't remember the, uh, oh, God, I can't remember the name of the record store. Anyway, as we're approaching, as we're walking up towards that record store, these two guys, these two black guys come out of the store, and they're like, Yo, man, Prince just went to that record store. So Jason and I looked at at each other. Now, mind you, we didn't look like Prince fans. We looked like a bunch of punk rockers. You know, leather jacket. I had my hat on. I had makeup on. I had black nail polish. You know, just all in black, you know, chains. Yeah, you were dressed we like looked- Andrew Dice Clay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, that's oh. how. Oh, well, that's oh, how I always look. I, I always look like Andrew Dice Clay, by the way, Mike. I'm always wearing black. We're, I'm always rocking the jacket, you know. Good luck. I don't give a good, fuck. Good luck. Oh, I'm, well, I'm a savage. I don't. I don't give a shit. I'm a savage. <laughs> oh, that's right. Go so, ahead. Suck my cock. Go ahead. Hey, little Miss. Muffin. Hey. <laughs> All right. Nicey, <laughs> nice. Nicey, nice. So, so Jason and I, we we look at each other like, no shit. Now, both of us appreciated who Prince was. I don't have any of his records, but I never disliked him because this is a man who wrote his own music, played guitar, could get up on stage and dance like a freak and jump around and then get back up to that microphone and sing without even the slightest loss of breath. So I had an incredible amount of respect for this man. Yeah, as a singer okay. too. What? I said as a singer, you, you should have lots of respect Absolutely. for that man. Great man. Oh, Actor, yeah. performer, writer, you know, everything. So – we're like, come on, let's go, let's go into the record store. I got to see Prince. Sure enough, we go into the record store, and there he is. He's walking around, and he's got his publicist with him and a bodyguard, and they're looking for bootlegs of Prince records. Really? Right. Every once in a while, they'll do that. Even even the guys from Kiss would do that occasionally. So, um, all right. So here we are. We're in the store now. I didn't want to be, you know, 
like a big fanboy and walk up like, oh, Prince, I'm a big fan. Yeah, you don't want to be a mark. Exactly. So I waited. I went. I started looking at some of the records, and I just waited for him to do his his roundabout past me. Sure enough, he comes down the aisle that I'm looking through records, and I as he comes about within ten feet of me, I begin to turn around, and as he's five feet from me, I said, "Hey, man, uh, it's really nice." I put my hand out. I was like, "Hey, man, it's really nice to meet you. I'm a really big supporter of what you do. I, I really appreciate what you do." And he just, without even looking me in the eye. He just kind of had his head down. He goes, yeah. And he walked right past me. And my hand was still out as he walked past me. I was like, damn. <laughs> my God. And Jason walked up and he goes, yo, man, he just got dissed by Prince. <laughs> Ice cold, my friend. Ice cold. Yep. You know, one day I hope to do that to, to someone. <laughs> you know, do something like that where they want a picture or something. So I could, you know, I could walk by them and say, yeah, you could get a picture of my back. Of my ass. Of my ass or my back, yeah. That's that's perfect, man. But that's pretty cool. That's a good story, though, to get dissed by the legend himself. Yeah, yeah, I thought so. I thought it was. I thought it was hilarious. But that's good. at the same time, I was I was being authentic. I really, really wanted to say, "Hey, I I appreciate your work," but he wasn't having it, and he just what? Yeah, walked right past me. Yeah, like, yeah. Look at me. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm I Prince. Know. Whatever. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I know, I'm Prince. <laughs> he's, he's probably gonna go play. Um, he's probably gonna go play basketball. Who, Prince? Yeah, he's a good basketball player. Apparently, was he? Lots of stories. Yeah, I guess he was. He could shoot the ball, shoot some I'm hoops. Gonna get, I'm gonna get the rebound. He could do it all. Watch that, me, punk. That fucking Prince. I sound like Michael Jackson. You, you sounded kind of like Michael Jackson and, and uh, Tyson a little bit there. Oh, there you go. So, Mike, my goodness, it's been fun. It's almost time to end the show. Um, we'll do this again very soon as usual. And before we uh, clock out of here, you know what I'm going to play. <sighs> Your favorite, Mike. When I walk on White House grounds, God walks on White House grounds. I had every right and authority to declare the White House as holy ground because I was standing there and where I stand is holy. Imagine being quarantined with that. <laughs> say no Imagine. To oh my God. No to God. Lordy. And, and I won't do that. We are in a spiritual war right now. Let every demonic network that has aligned itself against the purpose, against the calling of President Trump, let it be broken. Let it be torn down in the name of Jesus. You want me to tell you what my thoughts are? The thoughts of the King of Kings, the thoughts of the Lord of Lords. I'm downloading heaven. <laughs> Oh, my God, Mike. Uh, Can you imagine that? No, I can't. I'd shoot myself. Imagine waking up to that. No. <laughs> Good God almighty. Pretty Lord. And it's been very um, holy out there at the White House, by the way. Lots of strange well, talk. Lots of um, demon sperm and astro astral sex. What? Some, some of the, the Yeah, some of the topics that have been going on around the White House. Whoa, 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 whoa. What? That's what I said. Demon sperm? Demon sperm and... What are you talking astro about? sex. I mean, it was a strange topic that was brought up. By who? By uh, people at the White House and by uh, <laughs> Donald Trump Jr. and uh, Trump um, retweeting some some strange minister named Stella Emanuel, a, hu a strange woman from I have no idea where. This is where I draw the line, Michael, when it comes to politics. 
I can support the president for the things that he does because he's done so many, so many positive things for this country. But I've always sincerely believed he loves those politics. He loves those fucking crazy religious people, though. He does. He does. He fucking loves those people. I I gotta say, I I cannot appreciate. You know, we a couple of months. It might have been a couple of months ago. I don't know. You and I were discussing uh, the talk show host Michael Savage. That's right. I used to listen to him. Year, a few years ago, I think it was around 2017, that he had put out a book about God, which is fine. But then, like, every show he did, the, everything came up was about God, God this and God that. I'm sorry, but when it comes to politics, I have to separate your, your religious beliefs from politics. They are two separate things. That's why I can't be a, I, I can't be a Republican because, you know, I, I, don't, I don't see things like that. I, I believe in, a, in, in, a, in abortion. Uh, you know, I'm not a conservative, but I do have certain values that relate to republic, uh, Republican values. And I, I can't stand it when they go religious like this. I can't. No, I can't either. It's, it's just a little too much for me. I, I love religious folks. Don't get me wrong, but my God, there's some that just are too outrageous, even for myself. You want to get preached to? You go to church. Don't, don't give it to me from the White House. Yes. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, this guy's Thank you, Lord Jesus. I think you just need to hang out he with um, Kenneth Copeland someday, Mike. Your healing. Yes. Just hang out with this guy. Now, say it, I take it. I take it. I have it. I have it. It's mine. It's, it's mine. mine. I thank you and praise you for it. Yes. Lord. And I forgive if I have aught against any. And I praise you that I'm well and whole. We're now free of the China virus. According to the word of God, I'm healed. Yes. I'm healed, Mike. And I consider not my own body. Yes. Consider yes. not my own body. I consider not symptoms in my body. I consider not, not symptoms, symptoms in my body. But only that which God has promised. Only that only which that God has promised. Only that what the word has said. Only that, that what the word And by his stripes I was healed. And by his stripes I am healed now. I'm not the sick trying to get healed. I'm the healed and the devil's trying to give me the flu. Trait. Or whatever else kind of thing he's doing. Amen, Mike. Uh, yeah. <laughs> healed and well. Yes. In the sweet name, name of, Jesus. of Jesus. Sweet Jesus. Sweet baby Jesus. That's kind of what was going on at the White House, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I'll bet. With all the uh, demon, you know, that demon sperm and astral sex. I mean, my God. Where, where, I'm like, I'm so, I'm dying to know where that topic came up from. Yes. That's what they said, demon sperm. I'm going to have to send you an article soon here, Mike, but we have ran, we have, we have run the clock here. Okay. Unfortunately, but yes, Mike, once again, I do want to thank you tremendously for being a part of the program. As always, it's always a honor and pleasure to have you here, Mike. Thank you. And likewise. Any, any final comments, uh, anything you'd like to plug? Go ahead, Mike. The, Floor is yours. Go ahead. Yep. People, be safe out there. Take uh, lots of vitamin C and uh, lots of vitamin D3 and lots of garlic and echinacea. These will help you with your immune system to fight against CCP virus. Uh, lastly, if you're interested in any of my artwork, uh, both originals, prints, photographs, art, uh, sculpture, so on and so forth, please go to HorribleArtwork.com. That's HorribleArtwork.com. If you're interested in any of my music, 
uh, CDs, T-shirts, etc., go to MikeHideous.com, and that's M-Y-K-E, Hideous.com. Lastly, if you'd like to contact me on Fartbook, please contact me at Fartbook.com slash HideousMike, M-Y-K-E. And I'd like to say thank you to Michael. I'd like to say thank you to the listeners for listening tonight. Be safe, be well, and Michael, I'll talk to you soon. And thank you to Jesus. Thank you, Jesus and Prince. I hope you get some demon sex tonight in the astral world. I hope so. Hope a succubus uh, does a number on you there, Mike. Succubus. It's a hot topic here. Hey. As of late. But yes, Mike, once again, it's been a fun. We'll do it again soon. It's been a fun, Michael. I'll talk to you soon. All right, my friend. Take care. Good night. Mahalo. And there he goes, boys and girls, the one and only Mr. Mike Hideous. I hope you enjoyed our conversation here tonight. But yes, the demon sperm. My God, a hot topic. Yes, on Twitter. Yes. Dave, I, I saw that and I still don't know what to make of it. I'm still really confused with that decision. And of course, the Paula White, that other woman. I don't even know what to say. Where do they find these people? Do they find them on the show? I didn't book this, I'm telling you. I had no hand in this. But once again, folks, if you want exclusive content that you won't find here, please direct yourselves to patreon.com forward slash Michael Deacon, where you can find bonus content of this program. And of course, international listeners out there, thank you so much for your support as well. It's been an interesting night again. And yes, shout out to Sweden and Germany. All you lovely people out there. Yes, the UK and Canada and Australia. Very, very nice people out there. And I know I say that after every show, but it's the truth. Lots of great folks around the world. Yes, shout out to uh Susan, I believe, from out there in Sweden. Listens to the show while she works on her garden. Love that. Lots of great listeners out there listen to the show very late or early morning. Mahalo to you. And of course, those in the, ch in, in the chat room, I'm glad you listened to the show. It's been fun. Yes, Victoria and Drew and Bacon. And yes, and all of you out there. I agree. Did Courtney Love kill or hire someone to kill Kurt Cobain? Will California sink into the ocean? Will we find a legit vaccine or maybe even a cure for COVID-19? Who knows? Stay safe, everyone, no matter where you are on this island Earth. I'm Michael Deacon, and with that said, the world is a mysterious place, and life itself is a mystery. Until next time, good night, everybody.
a mysterious place, and life itself is a mystery. The Michael Deacon Program is amazing. Oh boy is right. I already have a headache.